Okay, so it's Angelo. I'm Mia. I'm Isabella. And we're talking about the Book of Atonement. So, in chapter one, it starts out with a 13-year-old girl named Bryony, and she like, she like analyzes a lot of things, talks about, it starts off with her, starts off with her making this one play that she really enjoys, and then she has like her cousins come in and everything, and then I have a question for her cousins, and her, it's uh, in chapter one, who can the cousins of Bryony be or, sim be or symbolize in the real life world? And just know her cousins are like, they come in and she thinks of them as like, she, they're going to help her, they're going to get this play done and do it for her brother, but they end up being like really annoying and just like making it hard for her. They change roles and it's just hard. They just make it hard on her. Like obstacles? Yeah, so like as, as like her, as them being family to her, who does it like? Does this symbolize anything to you guys in the in your real life? Um, so I think it could symbolize like a person who's like who tries to set goals and like achieve them, and then her cousins could be people trying to knock her down, get in her way, um, and that type of thing. And, okay, and also from her cousins, the 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 sister, the girl, the sister of the older sister of the two brothers, she gives Bryony a hard time, but it's not directly towards her. Like she like Bryony sees her as oh she's like she's older than me, she knows more than me, and like I'm lower than her. Do you see this anywhere throughout like your days or like your life or? Um, I feel like teachers maybe could like symbolize this because like just because like they're the teacher they think like they can talk to you however they want and stuff and like they don't really like respect like you like I feel like anybody who's like older than you, you're kind of like intimidated by them just because they're like older, you know? And I feel like that's how she is with like her because she like basically like what's her name, the older one? The cousin? No, that's her sister. Uh, I think it starts with a P, so Okay, well she like basically manipulates her to like get that part that yeah. she wanted to play. And basically like uh Bryony lets it happen because like she's older and stuff, so she's like, you know. Okay, uh, moving on to the second question is, from the point of view of Bryony, do you believe that her, that her set thoughts on reality can be seen as like from her being young or her being older? Because like you could tell that she knows like what she like what she knows like what she thinks is right, what she believes yeah. in. So like, do you think like do you think young children usually like at that age start with? what they think is right, like what is set for them, or does it, do you think it like changes throughout that? Um, I think it's more of like a young kid thing, because she just sees something, and she doesn't know what's going on, and then she just like completely makes her own like um, story of what's happening, and that's like a, like a young kid thing to do, and when you get older, like you stop doing that. Yeah, she seems to have things like really figured out, like she thinks she does. Yeah. 
um, like for at such a young age. So like I don't know. It's definitely like immature. Yeah, I think from like experiences. <laughs> From when she becomes older that she'll see that not everything is what she thinks it is like especially yeah. from when her cousins came in and she thought it was gonna be an easy get through but it was really hard for her so it's pretty good uh, all right so chapter two um there's this scene where uh, uh cecilia and lobby are by the fountain and uh, they break the vase, and the piece of the vase goes in the fountain, and they argue about who goes and gets it, and then she gets it. So one of my discussion questions was, does the author use the vase to symbolize something of greater importance later? Uh, I would think the vase like sim symbolizes like could symbolize many things. Like, like from my experience, like for example, the vase could be like you and your friend like fight over something that you both want, and then one of them ends up getting it, and the other has to like suffer from not having it because the other person got it. But you said the they fought over who like got the vase, or uh, they fought over who was gonna get it. Yeah. Yeah, well, because like it broke, like it broke, and then he was like, he was like, he was like, let me help you, and she was like, no, like I got it by myself, you know, that kind of thing. Where he was like trying to help her, like no, let me get it, and she was like, no, I got oh, it. By oh myself. yeah, yeah, because then then he like take off his clothes and then yeah, and then, but she went in first. <laughs> no, he was. He was he no, they they the both did. Yeah. yeah. Um. But uh, I think the vase could symbolize both like unity for both of them, but also it could break them apart. Um, because later in the chapter she she puts it back together. So I think um, we have to wait and see uh, if it unifies them or breaks them apart. Um, and then my second question was, uh, why is there so much tension between Cecilia and Robbie, even though they clearly like each other? I think Cecilia just doesn't want to like admit to her, like she's in denial about liking Robbie, like doesn't want to but does, and she's just like trying to figure out how to deal with it. And, She's not very doing it very well. Yeah, and she's trying to play like hard to get maybe, so he gives her like more attention. Yeah. Uh, and maybe like how, because earlier they said something about the university that they went together. They they but yeah, they both had different like career paths or something, and that could. Oh like, yeah, she could be kind of like jealous of him in some way because he's known to be like smart and stuff, and like her dad's like helping him like with his studies and stuff, and that could like really irritate her. Right. I think it could like also be like. You know how there's something you really like, but you're just like, no, I can't have that because it's just like, it's not for me. Like, it could be like that, like where she like, oh, I really like him, but it's just like not the right choice or not the right thing to do. So it could just be something like that. Okay. So my first question is, what does this quote from the book mean? So it says, the truth had become as ghostly as invention. What does the story tell us about the narrator's purpose in this novel? Yeah. So the quote is... The truth had become as ghostly as invention. 
as ghostly as invention. Okay, so I think I think it talks about how it shows that people have different thoughts and different realities. So like in the end you really don't know what it's gonna turn out to be. So that could be like the invention kind of. Like something like you create something but you really don't know what it is. Yeah. I guess. Kind of. Okay. <laughs> so the next question is, do you think what Brioni did by creating like a false story and idea of what happened between Robbie and Cecilia at the fountain was unlike a thirteen year old girl or was it like normal for her age? Um I think it was normal because like when you're young like you have a better imagination than when you're older, so uh, I think she was just playing out like different scenarios of what could happen in her head. Because she's young, so she, she doesn't really know much. So, yeah. yeah, and as her character, she always like, she always looks like deeper into things and sees like, she like analyzes it. So like she has like a, and like usually people have a tendency to like look at things and just like create something from it. Just like a vision or something. I think she knew like what she was looking at was like too like mature for her to understand, but she like knew that it was like something interesting, so she like wanted to like put it into like her, you know, whatever. She, like create something yeah. from it. Yeah. Okay, my question. Um, so my first question is, why do you think Cecilia is irritated that Leon invited Robbie to di to dinner? Why does it bother her that Leon is sharing war warm welcomes with Robbie? Like, why does it bother her that like people are like, you know, like w being welcoming welcoming to him and like, you know, being nice to him? Um, I think because she wants him like all for herself and she doesn't want anyone else to like kind of pay pay attention to him because he's kind of like a secret like. Yeah. Because he's like the um, maid's son. Mm -hmm. So like not a lot of people like even pay attention to him in the first place. I think that's like one of the reasons why she likes him. Because it's just like a weird like relationship. Yeah, I think she has like this like love-hate thing for him. Yeah. Like she likes him, but like, I don't know, just like. Yeah. Yeah, I think it like brings us back to, oh, like I like him a lot, but I just really can't have him, I guess, type of thing. So like, from Leon inviting him and like giving him like all these things, like it just makes it like, brings him closer to her from like, physically, I guess. Okay, next question. Um, Cecilia seems to be very distracted by boys and even wonders what it would be like to marry Paul. Why do you think boys always seem to be like on her mind? She's always like thinking about like Robbie and like, and then when the um, Leon and Paul came, she's she was just like, you know, thinking about like what it would be like to marry him when she like didn't even know him, you know, like why does she like always seem to be thinking about that stuff? Um, I just think she's like at that age when she's kind of like infatuated with like the whole idea of like boys, because like that's a thing when you're that age. Yeah, I just feel like it's the trending topic on her mind right now, because she's maturing, I guess. Yeah. Like, uh, do you 
guys do this a lot? Like, get bored? Like, <laughs> like, I don't know, I'm just asking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, that's a Like, can you relate to her? Yeah. I mean, well, not that much. Like, that's a little, like, upset. Yeah, I think like, she just seems to, like, let it, like, distract her and stuff. Like, yeah. you know? And like, she's, like, not focused on anything else yeah. ever. I'm so not that... And also, it's, like, uh, yeah. in chapter two, it starts out with her being, like, coming back from school and being, like, very... Was it bored or like unsatisfied with like what she's doing? Yeah, and being at home. I guess she's like needs something. She's, like she just wants to something. Do. To she's letting it like her. affect her life yeah. too much and like corrupt her. Yeah. Like I definitely don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening to our podcast. <laughs>